Was it good for you? Welcome to the Lesbian Podcast. This is Charlie. And I'm Jay Church. I hope everyone had a happy holiday. Happy Hanukkah. Um, happy Kwanzaa. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. All that good stuff. Whatever else you celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> happy Gay High Holy Day. Whatever. Um, we got a great show for you guys today. It's going to be... Uh, we're interviewing Mariah Hansen, who does... The party um, down in Palm Springs, you may have heard of it, called Dinosaur. And um, we also have Rainbow Rumors and Q News. So let's get into Q News. Q News. Queer News you can use. All right, today in Q News, we have a bunch of topics. Um, we have the Army doing some crazy misogynistic policy stuff. Uh, mm. Republicanistic <laughs> seems to be the word of the day. Seems to be. Uh, Republicans are now finally stepping up to speak out against the Ugandan death penalty bill. Mexico City becomes even more progressive. And of all the places you could donate during the holiday season, be sure to mark Salvation Army off your list. So we'll start. Yeah, we'll get into it later, though. I'm going to start with the uh, stuff going on in the military. So um, the Army General or the general of the army, rather, has drawn heat after saying he'll punish pregnant soldiers. General, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, I'm going to go ahead and say it's Kukolo. Anybody have any idea? We'll go General Kukolo. General Cuckoo. <laughs> or General Cuckoo. This is kind of a cuckoo thing. Um, he's asserted that the main reason, um, or, or first of all, he's, he said that he's going to make it a court-martial, or he's going to court-martial soldiers who become pregnant or who impregnate others. And he's asserted that the main reason um, why he did this is his intense desire to maintain the fighting strength any way possible in a very tough and complex mission that includes a drawdown. Um, He told reporters that the consequence of them departing early if they're leaving their team, their unit unit is shorthanded with um, their special skills. And so, I mean, I understand the need to keep soldiers, especially when we're losing soldiers left and right. Why not... You know, take away all their guns so they can't hurt themselves and uh, take a leave of absence for getting injured on the job. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, you can't protect against everything. And, like, friendly fire does take a lot of soldiers. Exactly. But, um, and I mean, this, I mean, I I understand his reasoning behind it, but I think it's going to be really hard to enforce because it's easy to tell a pregnant soldier. It's a lot harder to tell who impregnated the soldier. So I can see women being uh, hit with this at, like, Ten times the amount that men would be. Right. And uh, even if you could figure out who impregnated it, you know, and let, if that person denies it, you have to wait nine months to prove it. Right. I'm assuming. I mean, I don't think you can take a pregnancy or uh, what do you call it, a paternity test before then, but maybe I'm wrong. Thank God I'm a lesbian. <laughs> Thank God I'm a lesbian. Even more reason they should let gay people in the military. Exactly. No worry about pregnancy. That'd be so cool. <laughs> it was just an army of lesbians. I mean, there is the whole element of surprise. You know, can you imagine like the first national gay brigade? <laughs> Fantastic makeup and high heels and guns. Good lord, they have guns. <laughs> Stupid. Run for your lives. That's if they were all femme, J. Church. Hello. Whatever. It'd still be fun. Mm. You know, we'd have fantastic uniforms. Is that what you wore in the military? You wore high heels and a. Uh... I could. <laughs> I might. You never know. Oh, scary. J. Church and drag. Hey. <laughs> okay, so anyways, back to the story, Charlie. 
Um, four Democratic senators wrote a letter asking the general to rescind the policy. Um, the letter was signed by Senators Kristen Gillibrand of New York, Barbara Boxer of California, Barbara Mikulski of Maryland, and Jeannie Shaheen of New Hampshire. And in it they said, We can think of no greater deterrent to women contemplating a military career than the image of a pregnant woman being severely punished simply for conceiving a child. This defies comprehension. As such, we urge you to immediately rescind this policy. And I mean, I think it, <laughs> the military is a job, right? Can you imagine being an accountant and being like, well, we don't want you to take away from the team's mission here during tax season. So yeah. any women who become pregnant, we're going to have to reprimand. I'm really sorry. It's, it's insane. I'm surprised <laughs> this is um, the general in the army under Obama, though. I mean, does he get any say in what? this guy passes or Obama yeah I mean he's the head of the military I know I'm just saying like he has to sign off right um I'm not sure exactly if this has gone into effect yet or if this is just a recommendation actually Mm. um I think he's probably gonna get a lot of heat well it sounds like he did put the policy into place I imagine if he gets more heat yeah like Obama will eventually have to say something because there's already senators speaking out about it and the National Organization for Women is all over it I can't imagine this becoming ridiculous like totally in place yeah um in other news uh republicans are now voicing their concern regarding the uganda death penalty bill we talked about this over the last few episodes and you know i mentioned that rick warren finally came out and distanced himself from it now we have five republican house members urging the president of uganda to oppose a proposed law that would impose the death penalty for some gay ugandans that's Uh, surprising they're republican surprising that there's humans in the republican party (laughs) yeah i know but, you know, we take what we can get. Um, and I can't make... T- I mean, they should. They should totally be opposing this. Um, the lawmakers say that they are all men of faith and that the bill is anti-ethical to the Christian belief of inherent dignity and worth of all people. The congressman used a Tuesday letter to urge President Yowari Museveni to stop the bill from becoming law. Finally, Christian men actually, like, espousing Christian principles. I love it. Um, the bill would maintain... Or as we've said, the Ugandan bill mandates a death sentence for active homosexuals living with HIV or in cases of same-sex rape. Anyone convicted of a homosexual act faces life imprisonment. Um, this letter was signed by Representatives Frank Wolf of Virginia, Chris Smith of New Jersey, Joe Pitts of Pennsylvania, Trent Franks of Arizona, and Joseph Cow of Louisiana. So that is nice. Are you saying their names so that people can go find them? <laughs> No, I'm saying their names because, you know, I rag on the Republican Party all the time, but, you know, when people are doing something that I think is what they should be doing, I think they should get mentioned, too. So. Oh, you're giving them props. I do. I give props where props are due. So, and moving on to uh, more international news, Mexico City has legalized gay marriage. Um, I thought for some reason that Mexico City had already legalized gay marriage, but I'm happy to celebrate this again. Um... (laughs) So, uh, the bill passed um, the Capitol's local assembly 39 to 20 to the cheers of supporters who yelled, Yes, we could. Yes, we could. I don't know why I added that in there, but mm. just wanted to get some emotive stuff in there. <laughs> um, so, anyways, the leftist mayor, Marcelo Ebrard of the Democratic Revolution Party, is expected to sign the measure into law. The good points of this bill, um, other than the fact that, obviously, it calls, it, it changes the definition of marriage in the city's civil code so that marriage is um, defined as a free uniting of two people as opposed to a union of a man and a woman. 
But in addition to this, it also allows same-sex couples to adopt children, which is huge, um, apply for bank loans together, inherit wealth, and to be included in the insurance policies of their spouse, rights they were denied under civil unions allowed in this city. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe they had civil unions previously, and I, I just got them confused. I'm amazed. I mean, kudos to Mexico City and everything, and I wish everybody else would follow suit. Um, but I'm surprised because it's isn't it generally like the majority is Catholic? I mean, that gives me hope. If, if I mean, it's my understanding that Mexico, the country, is highly Catholic, and yeah. so if their main capital city, that's like the most populated city in the world, can pass something like this, I don't. I mean, the U.S. should be able to do it sometime relatively soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. Step it up, U.S. And finally. For Q News, um, you know, it's the time of year where everybody's giving to charity and, you know, trying to help their neighbor and stuff like that. And we at TLP are all for this. <laughs> However, um, we wanted to mention that you probably should not be donating your money to the Salvation Army. While they do tons of good in helping people in homeless shelters and giving money to the poor, there's a million other charities that also do that. And if you're going to give your money some away, you should probably give it to someone who's not actively protesting against gay rights. What? I know, right? Not very Christian, is it? Um, so, from the Salvation Army's website, it reads, The Army regards the origins of homosexual orientation as a mystery. Oh, I know why. <laughs> as a mystery. You know why? They're a Christian organization. Yeah. yeah. But again, back to Christian principles, you know. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, that's, that's why and it's okay for them to feel that way. I'm just, like, the basis of their organization is, like, church-founded or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of other church-founded places we can donate that still love us. <laughs> but okay, so their, their website says the army regards the origins of a homosexual orientation as a mystery and does not regard a homosexual disposition as blameworthy in and of itself or rectifiable at will. Nevertheless, while we are not responsible for what we are, we are accountable for what we do. And homosexual conduct, like heterosexual conduct, is controllable and may be morally evaluated Therefore, in light of scriptural teaching, they don't allow homosexuals to participate. So you can't be a gay bell ringer, is basically oh, what that comes down to. Oh, but the gays can give money to their organization? Is that what People it is? People love taking money from the gays. Whatever. Those bell ringers are damn annoying anyways. <laughs> wow, Grinch. Sure. <laughs> How do you really feel? They are annoying. <laughs> well, now that I know that... You know, they posted that on their website. Well, don't like, go beating bell ringers or anything. I'm about to <laughs> go do a drive-by right now. <laughs> it Doesn't that policy sound... I'm talking to Corey because he's in the military with me, our producer. It sounds oddly just like the uh, don't ask, don't tell policy, doesn't it? You can be gay. You just can't act gay. <laughs> <laughs> Where that line gets drawn, I'm not really sure. But anyways, um, that's all for Q News this week. Let's get into Rainbow Rumors. Rainbow Rumors! So, in Rainbow Rumors, um, I actually have a special little list, because we all like lists around, you know, or after. Lesbians <laughs> love the list. Um, but uh, I saw this on AfterEllen.com. They had, you know, top reasons or top lesbian misconceptions. And number one is lesbians hate men, which is not the case because... Our producer is a man. <laughs> and all my best friends are guys. Jay Church's three best friends are guys. <laughs> um, I used to date him, and I don't have 
you know, messed up relationships <laughs> with him. But also, I think we all remember Rosie O'Donnell and how she spent an entire talk show talking about her love for Tom Cruise. That was just weird, though. That was kind of weird. <laughs> and Tom she Cruise is, is kind of weird, though. Like, I think they're talking more about, like, <laughs> hating heterosexual men. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> you're supposed to be supporting these. these oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Let me get my supportive face okay. on. Okay. Lesbian misconception number two being gay is easier than being straight because you're dating someone who is the same gender as you. <laughs> um, I've never heard this misconception, but um, if anyone's, you know, I mean, women dating while they're both PMSing is not something. That was exactly what I was thinking. You know, or how we we're talking about Kat Cora and her wife being pregnant at the same time. Like, that is, that's insane. That I can't even insane. imagine. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Lesbian. But wait, there is one good thing, though. What? I mean, you can totally share each other's clothes. Yes. You double your wardrobe when you have a new partner. Like you do with your girlfriend. (laughs) Lesbian misconception number three. There is always a quote unquote man and quote unquote a woman in lesbian relationships. Now, I don't know what this means because I don't know if they're talking about being butch or top or, you know, aggressive, submissive, whatever. But I don't really think so because as we all know from the L word, Bet and Tina were pretty much both femme. And, um, you know, I think in most cities besides San Francisco, there's, I mean, well, in LA, at least there's a lot of femme women that date each other. That was a total top too, though. But I well, agree. I mean, I don't think they're talking about top and bottom. Well, you, that's what you said. You said, I don't yeah. know what they're talking about. So I was just throwing that out there. Yeah. But especially in San Francisco, a lot of people are just queer. Exactly. And so there's a lot of switch hitters. Exactly. Lesbian misconception number four. Lesbian scissoring. Now, I don't... I've never done this with any of my girlfriends. Um, I don't know where it comes from. Maybe because it's just a funny position. But I think it's really awkward. And I don't think women actually do that. I don't know. But I love the Scissor Sisters logo. Yes. It's a pair of scissors and then the two points are women's legs. Yeah. Anyways. Um, I mean, just their whole name, too. Like, the fact that they named their band after, like, well, they're pretty a remote gay. sexual position that nobody really practices. And if you do, I mean, I'm interested in hearing about it because I had never met anybody who does that. I've never met anyone who does that either. And please don't hit me up on the website because I just, I, I don't even want to try to go there. <laughs> Corey said, what? Pictures? Oh, jeez. He's turning red now. Yeah. Lesbian misconception number five. Lesbians get committed really fast and don't cheat. I have one word for you, Shane. Hello. I think the committed part, though, there's a lot of U-hauling that goes on. Doesn't mean they don't cheat, though. I think women cheat just as much as men cheat. I do, too. But I think the committed part, I think they do tend to hook up quicker. Yes. Or like cohabitate quicker. Right. But I think... uh, I think that's a half untruth. That's... Yeah. Lesbian misconception number six. Lesbians have daddy issues or were sexually abused as kids. I think that's preposterous. And, you know... Do you know how many people in the world would be lesbians if those, those two things were true? I mean... I know a lot of my friends who are lesbians that have amazing relationships with their dads, so 
That's I agree. Totally, that's absurd. Yeah. And there's plenty of guys that don't get along with their fathers, and they're not assumed to be gay. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Next. Uh, last lesbian misconception, number seven. If you are a lesbian, you've never had a meaningful relationship or been in love with a man. Not true, because I almost married a guy. I know plenty of women that come out after having kids and a long marriage. Meredith Baxter. Meredith Baxter, whom we talked about recently. And um, yeah, there's members of the Gold Star Club, but I think there's plenty of women that date men and like have, you know, healthy relationships with men and, but they're lesbian. So I agree. So that's all I have for you for Rainbow Rumors. Fantastic. Well, next up, we have the interview with Mariah Hansen uh, that we did on the Sweet Cruise. And we figure since it's, you know, about to be January and super uber chilly out. We should get you thinking about warm Palm Springs and hundreds of thousands of lesbians in bikinis. Ooh, that just gave me the chills <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> so let's get into the interview. This is Charlie with the Lesbian Podcast and I have with me Mariah Hansen who um, does the club squirts party and I caught the party here on the ship and it was my favorite party. We had go-go dancers <laughs> and everything. Um, so that was awesome. Thank you. Um, so Dinah Shore, the event that you're most obviously known for is in its 20th year. How has Dinah changed over time? Oh, it's changed tremendously. I started it 20 years ago and it was a very Republican town, Palm Springs. Now it's owned by gay people. Um, I couldn't get contracts for hotels but six months out because they wanted to see what other groups they could get before lesbians. Um, I've worked really hard to uh, really welcome um, the broader lesbian community. It used to be a very L.A. event, mm-hmm. and um, it's become this, like, really amazing event that tries to kind of be all things to all people. Yeah. You know, we do the best that we can, but so it's it's really evolved in, in that respect as well. It was kind of an Orange County crowd about 22 years ago or 20 yeah. years ago. Um, the entertainment's really, uh, I don't I don't really know very many promoters independent promoters that are that are putting on an entertainment lineup like we're doing at the dinosaur weekend at the club skirts dinosaur weekend um and that that's probably my favorite change because it's been pretty uh just amazing to me that people like pussycat dolls are coming to play the event um both Katy perry and lady gaga actually left their world tours to come play the dinah oh, wow. like they're now seeing the dinosaur weekend the club skirts dinosaur weekend as um, a must-do event yeah. for for their own career right. roster, and and m- highlight for me was you know we all got VIP badges. Katy Perry brought her own VIP passes. Like Ooh. we have our own to get backstage, but they're yeah. so they were they actually gave us theirs, and on the back it shows her entire tour. And Dinosaur Weekend <laughs> was on it. Nice. It was so cool to me. I was like, yeah. wow. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so, awesome. you know, and the, the economy's, ch- I mean, the, uh, the economy, well, the economy's changed for sure, but our community's changed a lot, too, so that's always really fun. Mm-hmm. And what can we expect um, this year from Dinosaur? The 20th. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, can, I, you gi- can you give us any sure. inside info? Uh, yeah, well, we're, we're working on another really amazing year. It, it, for me, it's coincidentally my 20th. I mean, mm-hmm. that... It, it's a milestone for me, um, but 
it wouldn't matter if it were my fifth or my 30th. Every year I just try to outdo the year I did before. Yeah. And so that's what you can expect, that we're going to do our best to provide the community with another action-packed, you know, celebrity-laden, entertainment-rich yeah. event. Is there a short list of who might be there? Are you keeping it under Yes, wraps? but they've all said no. <laughs> Madonna, no. Pink, no. Oh, that's surprising. She says no to me every year. Really? Yeah. Huh. She you go to one of her concerts and it's all like half lesbian. Yeah. You know, uh, she'll 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 play it one year. She will. Um, she's always touring in Europe, so it's not like yeah yeah. Well, lesbian parties and events kind of come and go. Um, we know, especially like in San Francisco, they just never last. And how, what do you think is the secret to your success with club skirts and, and Dinah just sure. keeping it alive? Well, you know, I started in San Francisco. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and I went to your Orson party. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I, my, my club that, that was more famous in San Francisco was called the Girl Spot. Mm hmm. But it was a big G and then IRL and kind of the bar on the G. So it looked like the G spot. Mm -hmm. And our tagline was, if you can't find it, you can't come. That's nice. <laughs> I like it. Um, and, the, yeah, and I did that particular nightclub every Saturday night for probably 15 years. So Cut. you had a G spot with downtown so, played there? Yeah. Uh, so I started the G spot, I think, in 1989. And these were huge parties, right? Like she spot was actually the largest uh, club I, I'd ever done. Um, probably for about of the fifteen years, probably about five years of it solid. I had about seven hundred people every week. Which what uh, which space was, were you in? It's at the end up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which was really a cool space to do mm -hmm. it in. I've worked in every major nightclub in in San Francisco, though. And you know, as a promoter, you lose your spaces. Yeah. So um, you, I, I'm just a networker. I, I knew I, I made it a point to meet all the club owners and they knew who I was and if I needed a new space I could act really quickly so that I you know I never really had to shut my doors down for any length cool. of time but I worked the g-spot out of probably four or five nightclubs over 15 years um, but you know what you can't really have an attitude as a, as a club promoter I've always believed that we were lucky to have people choosing us and not that they were lucky to come through the door. That whole style of like picking people out of a line or yeah. just, it's never flown with me. I, I, yeah. I don't, I, I've just, I'm from a very activist family and I've always liked to treat people like they, uh, you know, they're, they're welcome. amazing and welcome and mm -hmm. they're VIP. And, yeah. and I think that's probably helped us along. Well, we have to wrap things up here because Mariah is a very popular interviewee. <laughs> and we had to snag her <laughs> Yeah, away. we had to steal her away. Um, but hopefully we can get in touch with you closer to when Dinah comes off. Absolutely. And uh, in the meantime, for anyone who hasn't actually heard of <clears throat> Club Skirts Dinah Weekend, how, yeah. can they get, how can they get more information? You can go to the website, which is thedinah.com, and make sure you're on that side. If it doesn't take Club Skirts, you're at the wrong party. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's uh, April, uh, March 31st through April 4th, and uh, we're planning a really great weekend for everybody. So. Like lesbian spring break? It's lesbian spring break <laughs> with credit cards. Right. Nice. All right. Well, thank you, Mariah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Mariah, for joining us for the interview, and hopefully we'll be able to check back in with you as it gets closer to Dinah Shore. Um, as for San Francisco events coming up, you'll want to join us at Les Ladies Night, which is the New Year's Eve party with DJ Gray. 
New Year's Day. New Year's Day. I'm sorry, I keep saying New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Day. And it's it's the party that's usually at the lookout, but this time they've got a brand new venue. 550 Barneveld. It's on 550 Barneveld Avenue. (laughs) (laughs) Easy to remember. I think it's called Space 550. Yeah. And the party is called Decades, so you want to check that out. And hopefully we'll see you there. And as always, uh, you can check us out on thelesbianpodcast.com. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions for future topics uh, or people that you'd like us to interview, you can um, post it on that website. You can also check us out on uh, Facebook. We have a Jay and Charlie page. Um, We also have the Lesbian Podcast fan page. Um, We love to hear from you guys and continue to support us. So um, that's it. Hope to hear from you soon and stay sexy San Francisco. Was it good for you?